Buenos Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Halijuku, a podcast hey. about East Asian pop culture from a couple of knuckleheads from the East Coast uh, of America. Uh, I'm Petey Rave on on the southern tip of the East Coast, right on right on right on the uh, on the uh, non-existent foreskin of America's <laughs> Wang. <laughs> Uh, Petey Rave, you remember what I'm playing? Uh, here with me is my tag team partner, a little bit more north than I am. My my, my partner in crime, Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? What is up, folks? Lovely K-pop fans out there. It's another week of K-pop because yeah. we probably didn't uh, go any further than Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have a couple of, of headlines. There's a couple of Japanese stories and headlines, but music. Yeah. It, it's hard. It, music. It's a K-pop Sorry. music. Especially because. So here's part of the problem, right? We've been we've we've legitimately been pretty busy with like yeah. real life stuff, job stuff, other projects, things like that. So you kind of just default to the shit you listen to already. Yeah. When you're like, oh, man, I need to find something for the show. And you're like, oh man, I already been listening to that new whatever track. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Or like, you know, if you, if you when 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 I'm uh, like, I just went to South by Southwest, and when I'm traveling, the you know, like I have, I just play what you know is on my recently played Spotify playlist, <laughs> playlist stuff. Yeah. So it's like, you know, uh, but yeah. Let's talk about some. What, 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 you know, of course, we start off every episode. Let's talk about what's new, what's caught our attention. Uh, yep. Kaz, what, what, what's new? What, what's, what's been going on? So I got a couple of things. One thing you gave to me. Two things that that I had heard about. Everybody was super excited about both of these. Like, like just kind of the the air around them. So one was TVXQ's new song, uh, "The Chance of Love," uh, which I actually I actually enjoyed. TVXQ is really hit or miss for me with a lot of their stuff, especially recently. So this one, I, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel coming into this. Um, and I think this is coming off their their new album yeah so this is off their new album um their eighth album new chapter number one um so definitely i think it's it, i think it's worth a listen if you're if you're a tvxq fan definitely go check it out um if you're not a tvxq fan and you're maybe looking for like why everybody talks about tvxq this is the type of track right here this is yeah. that track that that makes you want to listen to more tvxq yeah but for um, me yeah, i don't yeah. like a lot of other PBXQ songs. <laughs> yeah, Dongbang Shinki, it, it, it's like, it, it's not, a, it, they're a veteran group and a veteran group that halfway through their career had a big shift in identity. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is kind of crazy. They, they actually just crossed the threshold of having as much time active as a duo. I think, uh, or just recently active as a duo as they were when they were a bigger group. Uh, yeah. Past post schism. Uh, so a veteran group like still finding new things to explore or or still finding themselves like being able to like stay active and stay relevant uh is difficult uh but yeah this song is cool it's funky it's fun i think that's a big yeah thing. it's like super fun yeah it definitely is like it, it it has a nice i don't know it just has a really nice sound really nice vibe to it and and that's what pulled me in and i i love shit like that mm -hmm. speaking of really nice sound really nice vibe the boys are back Mo monster x Mo monster x i said <laughs> monster x. Um, 
Monster X is one of those things. They're they're definitely coming up because I'm just starting to see more and more and more and more people start to talk about Monster X as their their favorite group, um, which I like because we 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 have I have a soft spot in my heart. I don't know about you. I, I feel like we share it, but I, I have a soft spot in my heart for Monster X. Mostly we were because there in we the sat beginning. through that goddamn show. Yeah, <laughs> we were there in the beginning we sat of this goddamn show. Um, and and. At this point, I feel like they're so far removed from that, right? Because it, it felt like early on, like, it was, the, it, for me, it was like, oh, yeah, I watched them kind of be formed, and, and you're watching them try to find that that place early on. Now they've really found it. I, I, I think they have, they're at this point now where they have very much hit the ground and they're running, and they're definitely gathering fans and they're finding their sounds and they're finding ways to experiment with new sounds while having that core base of, of what they sound like. It's 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 getting there, and I'm 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 respecting it. I love Monster X. Yeah, um, yeah I think yeah, it's a really good song. I think uh, there, I have to acknowledge that I I've at least seen one big Monster X fan in. Uh, Melee, the the reactor now uh, makeup YouTuber who used to do the mm-hmm. the EXO on crack videos. Uh, yeah, she 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 was talking about how she did a Monster X reaction. And she didn't really like it as much as as previously. So there's that. I want to acknowledge that, or maybe I don't know if that's a sign of other fans' thoughts. Yeah, but at least she she had that thought. So, um. There's the slightest, slightest chance that your mileage may vary, but I think I think this is a really solid song. Really yeah, I do too. I, I I think it's a pretty solid song from the boys. Like, I it they sound nothing like what they sounded like when they first came out. Yeah. Um, they've just kind of been constantly evolving this sound, but the last few things I've heard from them have had a very similar bass to them vocally yeah. and, and in the, in the, the beat and things like that. So yeah. I feel like they're finding their core sound, but yeah. I, I feel like they, they still have enough room to experiment, you know, and, yeah. and do stuff. Um, yeah. Speaking of, of, uh, good vibes and good sound. <laughs> uh, Ooh, it's time. Juno flow. Um, get those body rolls. Yeah, bro. Uh, featuring Jay Park, song called Grapevine. Um, and, and and this is the Jay Park we love. <laughs> this is just good chill Jay Park. Uh, but no, I I you you sent me this. I took a listen to it. There's so much that I like about this. I love the way it sounds. I love R and B J Park. You know, yes. I mean, I love J Park no matter what. But R and B J Park is is something special. Uh, he, he definitely he definitely puts he, he puts you in a vibe, man. He puts you in a goddamn vibe. Body rolls. <laughs> Get them body rolls vibe. Yeah, this is just solid track. Uh, uh, solid tracks. Solid couple of dudes like Juno Flow. Uh, was fantastic. I, seeing him live was was fantastic. Like he just he was super charismatic and he was super fun and he, and he's a super talented singer and uh and yeah like he is really salt like he he is really cool and really captivated and has that like kind of it, I think a little bit of that that it factor for like the R and B sound and of course Jay Park <laughs> like you can't you yeah. can't lose with this combo. 
No, there's, there's, yeah, you, you, that's a, that's a nail on the head, right? You get R and B J Park, you're like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, we selling a million right now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, he's just a fantastic voice. Uh, yeah, it, 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 I like R and B J Park more than I like Yolo Swag J Park, Try Hard J Park. As much fun as Try Hard J Park is, um. Uh, yeah, I'm still, you know, I'm still, I'm still out there campaigning for Jay Park to replace Chris Brown. We're, 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 we're steps closer, you know, you know, we're still steps closer. You know, he had that, he has that deal with, uh, Rock Nation. Uh, so, you know, uh, fingers crossed. Just, uh, just further steps. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Speaking of, uh, tryhards I'm not a fan of, uh, <laughs> uh, I have a couple songs kind of go breeze through uh 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 right here. Uh one song that I've uh, it's not a new song. It's been out for mm-hmm. a while. <laughs> it's been out since like last September. Uh and I'm kind of surprised. Well, I'm probably not surprised that Wait, we did I not cover this? I don't think so. At least there's no documented evidence of you covering. It. <laughs> uh I was least... so I was so on this song. How did yeah, I not I cover don't... this? I don't know. I looked in the doc, and if I th- if, it, it might have been around, it might have been around a time where I did too many Doki songs, and I was like, I gotta, I got I can't do this many Doki. Yeah, songs. Yeah, too many Doki <laughs> songs. Uh, but this song is. I don't been know. We'll have to go head. back and check. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 this song has been in my head uh, lately. Uh huh. There's for very obvious reasons. Uh, because of another song that came out a little bit after. Uh, that need not be named. Uh, of a similar uh subject matter. Uh, that is a lot more terrible. Uh, that I, every time somebody references that song, I always want to like bust out this song, which is Gucci Bank yeah. by By, uh, featuring Doki. Uh, this is a fun beat. It's a fun like like I'm a baller. Uh, I'm a baller ass rap song. Uh, yeah. B-Y- lot, well, okay, so in in B ways versus, there's a lot more lyrical content than that other song that you don't want to mention. Yeah, uh, Doki's is a, maybe a little more closer to that other song, but <laughs> go look up the lyrics; they're really fun. They're really good. I fucking yes. love B way. He's 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 up there lyrically. He's like he's up there lyrically. Yeah, he's fucking clever. Um. Yeah, this is a fun song. It's it, the uh, beat rides it, uh, the beat uh, kind of like uh, holds it up really well and has holds up the pace and the the energy really well. And it's a fun song. Uh, Doki, Doki, he's uh, not a great in this song. Uh, <laughs> do, 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 like, and I, I've always stopped to like wonder, like, uh, I mean, I can get through his part, you know, just fine, just to kind of laugh at him. And I was always wondering, like, what's what's bothering me about his thing. And the thing I could think of is that it, it seems like he he was rapping to a completely different beat. <laughs> like, he, he was not rapping. It just didn't feel like he was rapping to the same beat that B.Y. was rapping yeah. to at all. I don't know. This, this, was, am I off? Or is it like... I... It... It's his rap style, right? It's kind of yeah. the rap style he's had for the last couple of years, right? He he used to be more beat matchy, but he just kind of now sticks to this 
this flow that he has of being kind of not super fast, but like really high pace with, with his, his stuff. Yeah. Like, and then it, it, it works sometimes. Uh, like like there are some people who do that kind of style where they don't beat match they don't they don't like kind of flow with the beat they just kind of flow against it and for some people it works and there's even some doki tracks where i don't mind it but it is very obvious here that he that he has that style yeah uh, i don't know well, doki is doki whatever we've, we've gone yeah. through our thing with doki but this is a fun song otherwise uh by is fantastic um so give him another uh, rapper that I, I thoroughly enjoy. Uh Cheetah. Uh mm-hmm. she had her comeback uh with uh with her new album. Uh I believe it's called Twenty Eight Uh like uh Journey or something like that. Um She had a couple songs, a main track that was you know, it's good, kind of a chill track. Uh Hold I Be There. You can go check it out. But it's not it's not a I would say it's not really a song that like caught my attention really big uh it was nice but it was cool but like uh it's not something that captivated me uh, i was more excited about the some of the other tracks that were a little harder <laughs> on the album including uh one called bumpkins uh mm-hmm. like country bumpkins uh i guess kind of like you know, referencing kind of I, I believe her and uh the guest uh rapper minos or minos uh Kind of being from, uh, you know, out of, out of, not from Seoul. <laughs> uh, Seoul outside is kind of being country <laughs> bumpkins or whatnot. Uh, yeah. I, I, I really like this song. I really like the, the attitude of this song. I really like Cheetah's attitude in this song. Uh, yeah, I, lo- uh, I love her when she's this version of Cheetah, right? The, the super, like, just attitude, like, kind of, kind of just gangster kind of style thing with her like but but not in that way that we don't like right it's like holding yourself in just like a a really tough manner and i i I, she does it really well she does it exceptionally well she she balances really well like being like in your face and uh aggressive but you know like having uh a it kind of like genuine uh she's pretty genuine about like how she fits into that style um and it's really cool and the guest star the guest rap uh it works really well um and it's pretty tight it's just like i think it, it, it this is a couple other songs that i really liked on the album uh that i i should get the name out but uh it, it is it is really solid uh album uh the title track is again it's not bad it just didn't really like thrill me grab the you. Time. yeah it didn't yeah. Really grab me but it's all right it's out there it's probably gonna it's i, I guarantee you that it's gonna ha- do her well in the mainstream radio play uh but i i really like this song uh in particular um yeah um last song uh mm-hmm. the uh the last song that i'm gonna talk about uh so we talked a little bit about uh, previously uh, about this group of uh, ex uh, Japanese adult video stars uh, that was going to debut in Korea uh, by the name of Honey Popcorn. Uh, I believe it is uh, Mikami Yua. Uh, uh, that is the name. Yeah, uh, I, I forget the name. Uh, but you know, we kind of had a word from them. No, nobody really knew what to expect 
uh exactly um but he it, we finally got the track uh the debut track uh bbd bobbidi boo uh and it's not bad <laughs> it's not bad mm-hmm. so it, it is a solid debut cutesy k-pop girl group song it's surprisingly good quality um is it a revolutionary track that's going to change the face of k-pop as we know it no no but is it just a if if is it just a really solid track and would you be hard pressed to think this was anything but a a solid well supported young innocent girl group just debuting i'd say so other than like the small numbers like in this day and age uh you would you would you would basically the only thing you would see would seem out of place honestly if you didn't know the backstory would be why are there only three people usually you start at five or seven you know uh that would really be uh, the only thing that you would say would be out of place really uh but it's a solid cute track it's fun it's it's catchy the fact that it's yeah. uh it's uh, supported by purely financially by the uh the main member that everyone is mostly familiar with uh is is fascinating but yeah it's just a solid track uh, what, what did you think Kaz? no i kind of agree with that sentiment it's it's a very solid k-pop track um yeah. like it, it is it is k-pop idol to the to the T, you know, yeah. cross your eyes, dot, cross your eyes, dot your eye, cross your teeth. <laughs> cross like, your that's eyes, just dot what your it. T's. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, and of course, like you know, they they, they have a dance practice version. We're going to include in the notes. Uh, and then the, you know, of course, all of this is causing a lot of backlash. Uh, because you know, people, people, uh, people want to get in arms about anything. Uh, and it it, it is. It is fascinating how much, how worked up people are about this just because they, you know, just because they, they, uh, happen to have, they happen to be, used to be porn stars. Like, but it's, it's fascinating. It's not surprising. Uh, you know, just because it's a different climate, it's a different, you know, uh, industry. Uh, but it's cool. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know if this is. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to be like, yo, I'm joining the fan club and I'm, you know, I'm going to watch every music video. But like, you know, hey, if they put out a new music video, I'll be like, the well, the debut was solid. Let's see how they they do with this track. Uh, we'll see. It'll be yeah. It'll be fascinating to say at least. Uh, look out for honey popcorn. Uh Boopity boopity boo. Boo. Um, all right. Let's get ourselves ready to transition over to our headlines. Talk about some of the things going on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Join us on the flip side. Speaking of people getting themselves all worked up over nothing. Um, Red Velvet's Irene read a feminist book and her male fans are extremely mad online. 
Um, recently, Red Velvet's Irene has admitted to reading a feminist book, and re- the reaction from her male fans, male fans hasn't been a good one. Uh, this is, of course, an art- article from Asian Junkie, by the way. Um, book in question is Kim Ji Young, uh, born in 1980, 1982, or uh, 1982, Nyan Kim Ji Young, uh, written, written by feminist Cho Nam Ju. Uh, it's like. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a novel about a character, Kim Ji Young, and her experience growing up uh, as a girl and woman in South Korea. Uh, it like explores a lot of you know, sexism and, and things like that, and uh, the 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 kind of the trials and tribulations of being a young and growing woman in in Korea. Uh, so you know, haters oppressed, of course. Uh, and there's been the reaction of saying that, you know, kind of cursing her out, people burning me- uh, memorabilia and cutting it apart, cutting cards. And like, and I'm just sitting here thinking like, you know, yo, you could have just sent it to me. I could, I could, I could just keep it, you know, just send that shit to me. Just send it to my house. Ship it to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. dispose of it for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it all seems silly, but it's yeah, just like, no, there's it's like active, active we're right both here. struggling with this concept in our brains, right? It's just it's it's hard, man, to sit here and read this. Like it's, I can't, like I can't fathom a joke. I can't get angry. Like I literally, I literally can't do anything because it's just yeah. my brain is broken. Uh-huh. My brain is broken. Uh-huh. Petey, yeah. my brain is broken. Yes, uh, it's. I think we're both in that point. Uh, and there's you know, some cool stuff uh, in this article about how Sue Young, uh, you know, kind of named her her like little reality show that she's doing. I think right now or was doing recently about the mm-hmm. about the show. Uh, and it, it is it is just the stupidest shit ever, and uh, it's fascinating. I do love do love this picture that somebody. Uh, uh, had of basically uh, referencing Beauty and the Beast. It's a good meme right there. Yeah, um, yeah I think it, it it is it is good that at the very least uh, there is this book out there. And as far as we can tell, Irene is not bo- not letting this bother her. Uh, as far as we can tell, outwardly speaking. Uh, and you know, this is not, you know, uh, stopped others from, uh, just uh, saying that they're inspired by the same book. Um, so at least there's that, uh, you know, we want to, want to, want to like, uh, be, be hopeful about progress. <laughs> I don't know why I'm again, we're, we're broken. We're just, our brains are broken. <laughs> I don't know. Any thoughts, guys? I don't think I've ever. No, I've never been this broken in my life. Like, how dumb are you, bro? <laughs> like, Y'all, please. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're both broken. Guys. We're both broken, and you all should be deleted. I I need you guys to reel it the fuck in. I need you to reel it the fuck yeah, in. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all at a 12. I'm going to need you at a 2. Maybe a 1. Real about fuck back in. Y'all got me. Y'all got me 
fucking fidget spinning like a madman. Um, just out of stress. Um, speaking of women uh, coming together and uh, supporting each other, uh, let's head on over to Japan. Uh, Lesbian Idol's Confession of Blood uh, prompts veteran to say, quote, idol romance restrictions are shit, uh, end quote. Uh, article over on uh, Rocket News uh, 24, or now Soda News 24. Uh, harsh words from a strong supporter of letting love bloom between idols and every, anyone they want. Um, so while not uh, something that applies to each and every performer in the industry, it's become pretty standard for Japanese idol singers to have a no rom- quote, no romance, end quote, clause into their contracts. Uh, the logic behind the practice is that the biggest supporter of idols, musically speaking... Uh, financially speaking, are the people who feel a personal connection with the idol songs, and if they find out the idol actually has a lover in their life, those fans will stop thinking of thinking her songs of validating encouragement are about them, and thus stop buying albums. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's a thing. We've kind yeah. of all accepted it, even though it's still dumb. Uh, so it was a pretty bold move when Nobosu uh, Makai uh, Makai. Uh, designated leader of four member idol group uh sheiks or she x um declared her love for the special someone in her life during an appearance on late night japanese variety program adi yoshi hansei kai uh hansei kai uh but that wasn't the only thing that had viewers and fans surprised the person makai has fallen in love with is none other than uh mine mineta uh who's not only also a woman but also a member of SheX. Um, and for the for one final surprise, between Gutamaki, yet another member of SheX, says she felt she herself was in love with Makai, though the romantic affections are apparently unrequited. Uh, but this is all, you know, beside uh, the point. Uh, during the group's appearance, like, Makai told Mineta, my feelings have gone from like to love, please be my girlfriend, end quote. Mineta agreed, and the two have now become an open couple. Um... Uh, among those who were enthralled by the turn of events was Rino uh, Sashihara, currently a member of Idol Unit uh, HKT48. The 25-year-old uh, Sashihara uh, was previously a member of the associ- of Associated AKB40 Associated Group AKB48, Japanese Japan's pr- premier idol act, until she was discovered to have a boyfriend in 2012, transferred to the less prestigious HKT48 as part of an individual rebranding strategy words in regards to Makai and Mineta opening the dating Sashihara commented quote seeing them so happy together and also there was a, that there was a love triangle it makes me think once again that no romance rules for idols or shit end quote um and it goes on to talk about how there's no technically no dating policy but mainly it's about not them not dating fans so uh there's a loophole um yeah this is this is a a nice happy story about love and it's kind of a cool story about uh somebody who's really awesome in the idol scene uh just standing up for her fellow idols uh which is really cool all right what what, what are your thoughts um i i so okay if i'm how are you Right. And I don't and I don't get fucking conspiracy theory. I think it's cool. Right. I we have talked about how the the 
idol relationship thing is such shit and it hurts more than it helps um rather like because you the whole putting people on a pedestal thing um and doing all that kind of shit uh i feel like if you let people be people excuse me if you let people be people you have just more room to show them off rather than making them seem like a creature that's not a person um yeah or an I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have very much, my, very, my, very, 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 very much talked word. about my kind of love hate relationship with AKB. Um, I, I love the marketing and the strategy and all that kind of stuff around it and what it is. And I've, I've had a lot of fun with it. But then at the end of the day, it just, it's, it's so awkward and it's so weird from a yeah. perspective of just, human bullshit right yeah. like how in the deeper meaning of it those people are treated like for for kind of like like structure. to use the wrestling terminology right the kayfabe of it i love right like like living in the moment of it i love that kind of shit yeah. um with with japanese idol pop but realizing that that is the actuality that people think and and that the companies push and and all that kind of shit that's where i start to have a problem yeah. right if it yeah. if it was more akin to wrestling and it's like this is the persona and we just live in the, and even us as the fans just gave in and lived in the kayfabe then i'd be okay with it a yeah. lot more than i am but i it just is really rough yeah it's really rough um yeah and, and stuff it, it goes back to like uh my, my like i said my my problems with the word idol <laughs> like i, mm-hmm. I you know the, this whole what we what we've the, done this, to that yeah like the the, the, the like we've done to that and I, I basically the 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 conceit and the thing i've done for myself is i just i think of the word idol as just oh this is this is the this is just the 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 word that means jack of all trades entertainer that could that could eventually specialize in in one or two things as they as they develop. Yeah, that's what I I, I rationalized myself so I just didn't have to think about it. But it's just it's just yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, no, it's 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 I don't know. It's just we like i know we've had these discussions and i don't want to rehash over and over but it's it, it's just i did there's nothing we could do but it man i i if if i ever find a way to to figure out something i'm gonna do something man we could fix we could we could single double-handedly fix j-pop and k-pop that's a little out of our out of our pay grade we ain't even getting paid for this um also i appreciate uh shex's uh uh death metal logo there it's just it's dope uh, mm-hmm. with all the spikiness uh but yeah also it was really cool uh, i'm gonna include in the show notes a really cool article about some how other quotes uh that are really awesome from uh from um uh, sashihara Irino uh in the past including ones that she talked about how it's unnecessary to 
uh, learn how to sing and dance as an idol. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's 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 fun. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Uh, to again, moving on. Uh, as as you know, as uh, speaking of our issues with the industry and how it treats its people. Uh, Hyosung, uh, she of secret claims she hasn't been paid since 2015 by TS entertainment just wants out of her contract. Uh, Hyosung's fight to invalidate her exclusive contract, which I think we talked about with the whole secret thing, uh, with TS entertainment continue on recently. And it was revealed that she claimed TSC, uh, TS entertainment has not paid her since 2015. Um, well, during the plea pre- pleading, John Hyosung's legal representative said that the last payment she received was six million won, about five grand, fifty five hundred dollars, uh, in two thousand fifteen, and she has not been paid since then. Uh, the representative stated, uh, "Quote: John Hyosung did not receive proper payments, even though she worked." Uh, and added, "The defendant is refusing to submit detailed evidence data, with the reason reasoning that it is confidential." Meanwhile, TS Entertainment denied this. Um, so TS Entertainment insisted that there were no problems with payments. Their legal representative submitted a CCTV video of an information session on their payments and commented, "The quote, the payment breakdown has been explained sufficiently, end quote. In this case, Hyosung is willing to give up the payments she alleges uh, TSE owes her if they will just terminate her contract with the company, which lasts until 2021. Uh, currently, Jun Hyosung's uh, side is sticking to the position of terminating her contract with TNS Entertainment, even if it means giving up on the payments she has not received. Uh, TNS Entertainment's stance is not possible to terminate their contra- her contract as it still remains valid until 2021. Uh, while we don't have any evidence, to, so we don't, uh, as it talks about on this article, uh, in on Asian Junkie, we don't have any evidence on either side. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're not gonna necessarily take sides on this uh we don't you know this is all alleged uh on both sides um it yeah it is it seems reasonable to side with your song just given history and stuff like that uh but we and we usually by default side with the artists honestly on <laughs> anyways uh it is it is fascinating and again aggravating <laughs> uh seeing this happen uh it's not surprising <laughs> it's when i was like uh disappointed but not surprised i have that gif just floating in the air uh but yeah it, it is it is fascinating the fact that she's willing to just say i i don't even want the money just just let me just let me be free just fucking, <laughs> yeah let me get out of here just let me be Man, a free you, agent, you know. You you know how hard, you know how like mad you have to be at the people in the room to say I don't want my money. <laughs> yeah. I don't want my money back. I just want to leave this room. I just want to be done with this. Like, like, bro, I've been in some situations where I'm like, look, I don't like you, motherfuckers. But I'm gonna wait till I get my money. But if you push somebody to the point where they're like. You know what? Keep I don't. You know what? Keep keep everything in here. Keep every. Is that mine? Keep it. I don't give a fuck. I, I just. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Like, he's <laughs> like, like, he's like. It's like you don't even, like. I'm. I'm not even picking anything up. You know what? I'm not gonna touch anything or try to grab anything that I think is mine. If it makes you think I'm like you can make me stay, I'm just. I, do, you know what? 
I'm gonna take my clothes off here. You you can have my clothes. I'm gonna walk out naked. Just let me be free. Um. Uh. uh uh, yeah, it, it, it is, it's, it is a fascinating and aggravating thing. <laughs> uh, TS Entertainment, it just stays fucking up. Uh, and it, it's one of those things where it's like we, 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 uh, we, we've gotten to the point where we like, it's that jaded stage of uh, K-pop and we've been in it for a while. Uh, that. You just realize, oh man, like this industry is run by idiots, <laughs> just like any other music industry, just like, just like the music industry of any other country is run by con artists and idiots. Um, and yeah, it just it it makes you worry for groups like Sonamu, uh, and Tracing, like, uh, you wonder if like you know maybe they can get the hell out of there, um. You had any any further thoughts, Kaz? Nah, there's just it's just that that shitty situation. This is what we've talked about time and time again with the K-pop industry. It's like it just they they do these things and and, and it it makes you so mad. It makes you just like want to just be angry, but you can't. Yeah, it's uh, like they would rather they would rather keep her. Even if they're not gonna like, it, it, they're obviously they're they're she is working because she's she's on TV she's doing shows she's doing things, um. So, but like, it's still connected to the the concept that they would rather have them be doing nothing, making them no money, but still under their control, mm-hmm. than let them be free like. <laughs> Like they would rather keep them under control, even if it's still, even if they're still not making anything off of them or they're not working. Like, you know, it's the YG is not the only place with the dungeon. Like, you know, like, uh, and it, it, it's it's aggravating. I don't know. Um, let's end it on let's end this on on a high on a happy. What? Almost uh, want to say that death is not necessarily happy, but kind of like. It's a sad but nice thing, kind of a sad story that ends on a nice note. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So, Japanese idol singer uh, holds a memorial concert for a fifty-year-old fan who died alone and had no funeral. Uh, final farewell of a, after a decade of devoted support. Uh, the idol music industry is largely based on a fantasy, as we talked about earlier. Uh, if you want to put it in harsher terms, an illusion. Uh, we're cheerful, innocent uh, idols make hardcore fans feel like the singers are personally cheering them on through travels and tribulations of their mundane lives, uh, which keeps fans listening to and buying their songs. Uh, the truth is that while idols may be appreciative of their fans as a group, most of them aren't really in a position to be all that concerned with any one individual who's part of the crowd at their concerts. But uh, Emi Arisaka uh, just proved herself an exception in a very touching way. Uh, for the past decade, one of Arisaka's fans, a 50-year-old man who's known by the name of Okian, uh, Okian uh, has attended almost every single one of Arisaka's concerts. That covers almost all of 31-year-olds, uh, all of the 31-year-old Arisaka's uh, professional idol activities. But sometime in 2017, uh, he stopped showing up at her live performances. 
Uh, Arisaka was concerned and became even more worried that when she started digging online and discovered that Okian had stopped updating any of his social media accounts. Uh, not knowing Okian's phone number, Arisaka was eventually able to discern the fan's address from his real uh, and undisclosed name and decided to pay him a visit to see if he was all right. Unfortunately, when Arisaka went to Okian's home, she was informed by his neighbors that she that he'd been hospitalized last year to undergo surgery uh, for aortic dissection and a circulated conditioner in which blood flows between the layers of the aorta, causing severe damage to the uh, artery. While Okian uh, was eventually released from the hospital, his condition worsened and he passed away in his home at the end of August. Adding to the tragedy, Okian uh, had no close family or relatives and no funeral had been held for him. Uh, the story deeply uh, shook Arisaka, who wrote about Okian on her official blog earlier this week. It's just, quote, it's just too sad for the deceased not to have people get together to remember them, end quote, the idol wrote. Uh, and since it's too, it's too late to hold a funeral for Okian, she decided to do the next best thing, hold a memorial concert to give him a proper goodbye. Uh, and, and that's a little thing to say right here. Uh, the concert is scheduled for April 11th at the Hatsudai Doors Music Club. Hatsudai uh, Doors Music Club in Tokyo's Shibuya neighborhood. Uh, Arisaka has also recruited Flower Gem, another idol that uh, Okian was a fan of for the special send-off. And you have to think that whatever he's watching for him, he'll be happy to hear them really sing for him. Um... So this was this was nice. Uh to that that you know, like it, it definitely it it's you can definitely see how like when and, and we've seen it in other things where sometimes when somebody is a regular <laughs> at your concert, mm-hmm. especially for smaller I because you, you realize in Japan especially there's a lot of idols. And some of them are you you'd almost like if if they if they weren't called idols and they weren't backed up by like people creating an idol music thing and an idol project, uh, you would just call them an indie band because <laughs> they'd just be in the little small theaters with their fans uh, in the small small uh, music clubs. Uh, so you can see how a regular at, at one of those shows uh, would you know would become familiar and at least be part of be a prominent like member of the fan community, kind of like. The sign guy at at, at the WWE, at uh, wrestling shows, the WWE shows. Uh, so it, it it's a nice gesture, uh, and it's you know, it's a sweet thing to do. Um, yeah, well, I I agree. Think? Like that that's it's it's that thing, right? You you don't have the personal personal connection with someone but you have this connection because you're used to seeing them and you're used to having the shared experience and it and it becomes it becomes part of that shared experience to see them right like you you get used to that so when you don't see them it feels weird to not see them and and you know you 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 feel that so definitely understandable how how she could probably feel in that situation and and why she probably you know for some people they're probably like why would you go through so much for somebody that you don't know but it's you you do know this person just not personally you know what i mean like it's it's yeah strange you know their name and you probably maybe talk to them you know and it's and for 10 years (laughs) like you know Mm -hmm. it's a 
whatever that relationship was that was you know that's a familiar face that you're you're familiar with that's a face you're familiar with for 10 years <laughs> like uh so it's it, there's a there's a connection there and it, it's it's really cool it's like this is the uh the kind of the back and forth the, the, this is the the i think the nice positive side to the whole you know idol fan relationship uh when it is just it it comes down to they've been there they've been supporting they go to all shows and they have fun and uh and you know you feel like they, they they've supported you forever so you feel a connection just as as a supporter uh you know it, not even mm-hmm. getting into like feeling like they're you know in a relationship with you or feel like they're they're entitled to anything of you they just they're a person that has always been there and has always been a fan and you know you kind of like uh, have that connection of somebody that digs on the thing you've created for so long and digs on the thing that you the done for so long uh which is really cool uh yeah um speaking of things we've created for so long uh that brings us to the end of another thing we've created now today tonight uh which is another fantastic episode of halijuku chaos what, what's what's going on what's going on in your neck of the woods uh well, we got some uh, some stuff coming up as as just people but but for the internet stuff sports thousand and sports thousand the show for the fly by night sports fan where we talk all things sports myself the 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 great jvz and produced by our mutual friend djm um and like i said we just we just kind of get into sports here and there we talked about our march madness brackets and and how fucked up they are. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. There were, there were uh, some upsets. There might have been some upsets. Some big so, upsets. Yeah. Little, I was a little bummed that uh, UM didn't make it out of the first round. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Miami. Uh, they're, they're, but, you know, they're, they're a good team. It's just, yeah. It's a little bit of a bummer. Uh, also, I talked about it on Twitter, but I do love listening to sports outs and ends on, in the car. Because I get to watch mm-hmm. my like rear view and side view mirrors rattle whenever uh, JVZ talks because he has that perfect like deep bass, deep bass that just like like over like I, I feel like I need a subwoofer in my car. I need to get an audio subwoofer and just have that show going. And like mm-hmm. from the outside, all you hear is like the boom boom boom. And people be like walking around the street, like, "Yo, I don't know what we listen to, but it slaps." And and I roll down the window. It's just JVZ talking about like fantasy football or like 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 spring training. It's like, yeah, sports odds and ends. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, he's at King Kaz. Uh, I'm at Petey Rave. Uh, let me cue up that end music. Uh the show is, uh, he's got sports odds and ends. He's got, uh, two nerdy black guys, DKG Welp. Go check out the other ones. I'm at PD Rave. I got this. They got record breakers. Check, check this out at halijuku.com or kpoppodcast.com. Well, didn't um, they for this and other shows, you know, uh, for now just two, but there'll be more eventually. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Rebelli TV on YouTube and other places. Check us out where you can subscribe to podcasts, you know, like, share, do all the things. 
Give us feedback, comments, reviews, uh, things like that. Give it to me straight, Doctor. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>